0: Everything is sad, and I am dead inside. You are Locked On Baylor, your daily
1: podcast on the Baylor Bears, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day.
0: Happy Wednesday, everybody. It's not even happy Wednesday, it's just Wednesday again. It's Wednesday. Welcome to Locked On Baylor. Drake Toll alongside Cameron Stewart. Both of us work for Sports Illustrated Inside the Bears. Thank you for still making Locked On Baylor your first listen every single day. I don't know what you're still doing here. I don't. I do not. I don't know what I'm still doing here at this point. Oh. Baylor Marquette, final score, 96 to 70. Um, You know, I I had a sneaky feeling the Baylor reserves were going to get in the game. That Zach Loveday was going to score. And... I didn't know that the Marquette reserves going to get in the game. I just don't know, man. I don't know. I I said on Monday, thank God it's basketball season. It's been a bad month for this athletic department. What if I spoke too soon? The women's basketball team's losing. The men's basketball team's losing. The football team lost three straight. What do I have to be happy about? If
1: only you were a Celtics fan.
0: China it's Spring almost Cougars. Christmas, bro. The China Spring Cougar.
1: China Spring Cougars, man. That's about it. And I think they would have given Baylor a pretty good game tonight on the basketball, on the basketball court. That was bad, dude. That was really bad. Not like hey, season's over, bad, but kind of like starting to put question marks beside a lot of games.
0: Bad. Yeah. You know, I I thought it was funny. I was listening to a another Baylor podcast actually a couple of days ago. This was an an old episode. I won't I won't shout them out because it's bad. Uh, the podcast not bad. They just had a bad take because one of the guys goes, "You don't you don't think Baylor goes undefeated in conference play, do you?" The other guy was like, Uh, probably not." To which I, the, the viewer, wanted to jump in and be like, "No, no matter what, no team we ever go to." Absolutely do. Oh my bad. But the fact that that conversation was being had, and that Baylor was like that good—that this is the team—and then it wasn't just the turnovers, which were bad. Sixteen in the that was first a big half. part of it. But you're
1: right; it wasn't just that.
0: It was the defense.
1: Every defense time, is not good,
0: man. It was. Who? It hasn't been good either. Barstool Sickum tweeted, yeah. "This is the worst defense we've seen." No, it's kind of, maybe, but. Don't know if you've seen some yeah. other games. I thought um, I thought the UVA game was a
1: little fluky just because of the free throw. They shot 20 more free throws than Baylor and shot 65% yeah. from three. But that said, the defense hasn't looked good all year. That was the only other... They've given up 80 points twice before December. Yes. That never happens under Scott Drew. They, I mean, <laughs> Marquette called off the dogs, dude. They scored, could have scored 100 last night. Yes. 100 points in a oh. real basketball game. Where you had your full arsenal of players. And I the 24 points off turnovers in the first half for Marquette was obviously a That's huge a lot. difference in a 26 point lead. But I mean, every time they got they had the ball, they scored. And I said it at some point in the second half, they were just isolating Bayor's worst defenders, and that was pretty much everybody last night, but mainly Flo Thamba. I was so surprised because I thought in years past, he has been such a dogged defender. I mean, I've talked all all the time about his performance against Timmy in the national championship game. I thought he could have been player of the game. He was that good against him. And I mean, the dude was just, he was just watching tonight. He yeah, bought a yeah. ticket, got some popcorn, Diet Coke, watching from the stands tonight. Everything in the paint. I think points in the paint, I added in the little halftime stats analysis is all like turnovers, points off turnovers. Oh yeah, it's also like thirty to twelve in the paint. Yeah, You're just kicking your butt in the paint. And what's been so good about these Bayward defenses the last couple of years, specifically that national championship team, was they were good on the perimeter because they were so good at defending inside. They yeah. forced you out to the perimeter. And that was Flo, that was Mark Vital, that was Jeremy Sohan last year as well. And they just don't have that dude. Right now in years past, way years past, it was Ish Wainwright, Torian Prince even guarding on the inside. They don't have that right now. But like I said, Flo has been that in the past. I don't know if he gets back to that. And maybe it's because you don't have like a real good defensive wing like you've had in the past, but like a Matthew Meyer last year. Maybe we're taking that for granted, but you don't have that right now. Jalen Bridges is not that. I thought he could be that. He is not that right now. And and so the perimeter defense has suffered. I mean, coming into this game, it sucked. I think they were like, I had it in the stats thread, like 200-something in uh, perimeter defense. Seems we're shooting 38% from three against them, which is – Pretty good. And and Scott Drew said last week in the press conference, he said, Well uh yeah, well, um how many of those were just wide open threes? And once we started guarding them, they went down. Well, you didn't guard them tonight. Yeah. Those were all open threes. All open threes. I mean, you could count on one hand how many like real good defensive possessions Baylor had where they contested everything. It was not there. It was not not there at all tonight.
0: No. The defense definitely was something that I, I mean, like, wholly disappointed with. Uh, one of my roommates, I was watching with my roommates, which are pretty basketball savvy guys, actually. They like they mm-hmm. like basketball. And one turns and goes, You know, we just don't have Jared Butler, Mace O'Teague, Davion Mitchell, Mark Vidal. And I mean, that's true.
1: By the way, by the way,
0: before you keep going, they yeah.
1: were 297th going into the night that's in that's three great. point defense. Go that's ahead.
0: Great. Not great. Don't have those guys. Just don't have. He's, there's not that guy. He was any any given possession defensively in that national championship run, you're like, all right, one of those guys is going to get a steal or a stop. He made the point, it's like even Maceo, who was a pretty unsung hero from that team, mm-hmm. that good Maceo fire. gets blown by the next possession, not going to happen. Not going to happen.
1: And, and I think you saw that in the, in the final four, especially that year. That's kind of when the nation saw it. But their recovery time was so <sighs> good defensively and so they would push you out to the perimeter and make you throw those longer passes and there was all they're always in their shirt and maybe that was part of it was they were throwing longer passes but they worked hard to make that the case you know I'm getting in the weeds here but Baylor doesn't have it because the passes are so easy the looks are so easy and they went against a good point guard in Koldak last night but I mean they get everything they want and when you're playing a mid-major team it's not gonna burn you most of the time but when you play a good team like virginia or ugh, a good and probably not a very good team in marquette and there you go y- you get burned they jumped a lot
0: it was anytime lot, marquette <laughs> anytime shot fake ah there goes a the defender out of the screen shot like shot fake Out of the screen, pass, shot fake, out of the screen, pass, shot fake. Like There's a point where it looks like there are 10 Marquette players on the floor. Not so. There are just only two Baylor defenders on the floor because the rest of them have jumped into the stands, jumping at shot fakes.
1: Yeah, and that was such the distinct advantage for Baylor in this game was offensively. Like Marquette's numbers offensively didn't jump off the page at all. Yeah. They lost to Mississippi State last week and scored 55 points, by the Mississippi way. Mississippi
0: State's really really good, right? They're ranked like top 5, top 10. <laughs>
1: yeah, they Got to be cuz they just hung Baylor or Marquette just hung yeah. 96 on Baylor. They hung just as many points almost in the first half, but it wasn't even second half, by the way. 45-45. Hang your hat on that one. Uh, but that was such the advantage. And I was like, you know, maybe this is just one of those cases where they just haven't seen shooters like Baylor has. And that wasn't the case, man. No, Baylor. Wasn't and the Baylor case. They were in the, pass the passing fine.
0: lanes all night. Baylor shot the ball. Fine. They yeah. from, from deep Baylor ends up nine for 24, 38%. That's not, that's not what that's tanks their average. Are. Yeah. Field goal. I mean, overall from the field, 48%. All right. You had a normal shooting game, a literal yep. normal shooting game and got, beat by 26 the last stat that i want to only give... shot four
1: more field goals by the way yeah, the la- yeah well, so again not just the turnovers they only shot four more last big day- in the second half it was a 17 field goal difference in the first half but yeah
0: last stat i want to get to um before we go into what's next for baylor because the next game's easy you get a cakewalk before you go yeah. back into the teeth of the yeah. tough competition um who has the deeper bench do you think the Fighting Baylor Bears or the Marquette Golden Eagles. I
1: don't know much about the Marquette Golden Eagles. I really don't. I know a lot about Baylor. And something you and I have both been saying, and a lot of media members all year all year long, the whole month of the season, yes, has been man, this team is deep. They get contributors as, as nine deep, and ten on the bench. As, as deep, deep a team as we, as we, we, have, we have seen with Scott
0: Drew. Yep. Absolutely. Uh, I so I would say Baylor. Year. You would say Baylor's de- – well, <laughs> Baylor's bench, 14 points. Marquette's 34. <laughs> Dale Bonner, did he, did he play in the game?
1: Not his Not his best night. I mean, no. Did I, he honestly, play? Honestly, nobody, literally nobody I thought had a good night for Baylor. Yeah.
0: Did anybody play tonight? Did you and I get minutes on the floor? We both had barely. a turnover. Jalen Bridges that. barely
1: played. We both uh, had a turnover. Keontae did not have his you best night. You know who night. I liked?
0: I liked Caleb Loner. I liked Caleb. I, Lohner. you
1: know, I almost said the only one that was a little bit of a positive, just purely from the eye test, was Caleb Lohner. Like, and it was mainly like, oh, he's hustling. Oh, yeah. he's not getting out bodied into the photographer's row for a rebound. So
0: he man, tried he's hard. Playing pretty well. Caleb Loner tried hard. Has nineteen minutes and his five rebounds, which was second on the team today. Oh. Um, his efficiency which is points plus rebounds plus assists plus steals plus blocks minus field goal attempts minus field goals made plus free throws attempted free throws made plus turnovers, which for some reason, Marquette has as a stat, Caleb Loder at a six. Take that that for (laughs) what it means. You scored a six. What? Oh, speaking of, you know what? It's a 6 out of 10 things that aren't betonline.net. Betonline.net is where you can go online to bet. You can wager and stuff. Uh, let me look right now. Let me go to my bet online. I'm going to do something transparent with you guys. <clears throat> Baylor lost, so uh, Papa didn't win, didn't win too many uh, Monopoly monies off of that guy. Uh, Baylor did lose, but but I don't know if you knew this. The United States of America, USA, 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 they won. So yours truly, haha, ended up netting $60, $80, $80, $82 a bet online because the United States of America beat Iran or Iran or however you say it, that one guy was mad, the other guy wasn't saying it right, and that was like a big news story this week. Also, we should talk about the World Cup more often. That's one positive thing going on right now. The United States is not lost yet in the World Cup play that they're doing in Qatar. Go to bet online right now, and you can bet on the World Cup. Bet on them to beat Norway on Saturday. which I think it's Norway the Netherlands, one of the two. It's not going to happen, by the way. USA is going to get blown out. Maybe not, though. Go to bet online and, and you know, bet on the U.S. at betonline.net. It's where the game starts. Netherlands one
1: Saturday. I like us. I like us in that one.
0: I don't yeah. think so. I don't think so. You going to be there Dance a bear? No I'm gonna free be, ads,
1: but I like the people at Dancing Bear. So. I want
0: to be in Qatar. Shut up, dude. I'm going. Straight from uh,
1: straight from Crowley.
0: Here it's real safe this time of year. Here it's real safe in Qatar. I was thinking about going to the Big 12 oh, championship nice. game, and then I thought about it less. <laughs> I decided not to. Well, you um, are a big
1: TCU guy. Yeah, apparently. As evidence this weekend.
0: And BYU and Texas Tech and Oklahoma. I'm just I'm lobbying for jobs here. Just lobbying for jobs. Okay. Um. What's next for Baylor men's basketball? Bump, 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 bump. Bum. They've got uh, a game on Friday. Yeah. Great news. Uh, quick turnaround, and you go back on the road to play in two, two, two full days in South Dakota at the Pentagon. Is it the Pentagon or the Octagon or the Hexagon? Pentagon. Pen- Pentagon. Five. No, Pentagon. I think it's the Pentagon. Uh, in Sioux Falls. Is that right? Sioux Falls. That's correct. Yeah. Baylor and Gonzaga. Um. Ooh. Probably would have been a Baylor, like, minus one, minus two. Maybe Gonzaga minus one, minus two. It will probably be the Zags minus seven, minus eight now. Uh, Drake, I, usually Drake, usually, Yeah, what do you got? For those of you, this is for the people who are listening and not watching. Are
1: mm-hmm. you sitting down right now, Drake? I'm sitting down. I like Baylor
0: on Friday. Why? I like Baylor on Friday. Why? Why? Why well, are you going to be what kind of like optimistic w- wizardry are you going to bring to this?
1: Everyone remembers me as the sports fan being the eternal optimist. Um, that's that 30 point thing. That's not going to happen again. Snuck. Barely has happened ever for Scott Drew. So, therefore, was this
0: the worst loss since 07? Is that what they said? Is that what uh, said? Points
1: wise. Yeah. Points wise. Yeah. Yeah. Um,
0: 2007. So, That's a a long time. time. I wasn't born.
1: So that's not going to happen again. And I cannot believe we're we're comparing styles of Marquette versus Gonzaga because you should win both. But Gonzaga does not D up like Marquette does. Trust me. I've watched them on the television with my eyes. They don't. They don't get in the passing lanes like that. I mean, the simple breakdown of this game last night is Baylor could not put up a shot for like a good 15 minutes of the first half. They give up a 24 to two, 23, 24 to two run. And that was it. They never got back in the game, which look, I mean, there's no excuse for not even getting back into the game, but I just don't think they get rattled like they did last night because Gonzaga doesn't play like that. That uh, They're not as fast. I'd mentioned the pace numbers about Marquette. Um, this is the fastest team shock has ever had. And that's mainly because they, create a lot of turnovers and go in transition a lot. Baylor doesn't play good transition defense. And that's not necessarily something that's going to happen against Gonzaga. Now that said, Zags are elite two point Mm -hmm. shooting team and moving without the ball. They're fantastic at that. Maybe that exposes Baylor's defense some more, but they give up threes and they don't get in the passing lanes. They don't force as many turnovers. And I just think, Baylor comes with a better game plan. Maybe a little trap game last night. Looking ahead to
0: Gonzaga, this is a weird Gonzaga team. They lost. They usually are, man. They lost to Purdue, eighty-four to sixty-six. They feel much more twenty seventeen Gonzaga. Less of this dominate, dominate. We're really good at basketball, and we're not the
1: well-oiled machine. Yeah,
0: sometimes they're 2021 20, Gonzaga, and other times they're just 2018 normal Mark Few, Gonzaga. Uh, they lost to Purdue by 18. Yes, you're right, a very good Purdue team. Purdue's in that, in that conversation. Purdue, UConn, Texas, Houston, and Virginia are Gonzaga like lost the teams. Yes, they did lose to Texas by a lot of points. They also beat Kentucky by 16. Do you get we beat Kentucky by 16, Gonzaga, or do you get we lost to whoever purdue style play.
1: stylistically stylistically i think because of the opponent being baylor uh that Thank you're you. more likely to get the Tex lost to texas gonzaga I, I, mean, like not, I mean texas won that game by like 20 points so i don't know that baylor's gonna do that but stylistically it's pretty yeah. similar and uh texas shot the lights out in that game it i don't did. think They're not going to be that good a three-point shooting team. I think they're a good team, a a pretty darn good team, actually. But they're not going to shoot like that all season long. Uh, But still, with that said, I was so... I don't know what the opposite of impressed is with Gonzaga's defense. Depressed. Like, I was like, what the hell, man? Because Mark Few, obviously national recruiter, doesn't have really trouble getting big, big players to come to Gonzaga. And I said it every every year he watches teams that play dogged defense they're not the fastest team but they defend the hell out of you they're in your shirt and they out rebound you and they do the 50 50 balls they make the winning plays all those cliches and he still doesn't build a team like that drew timmy has some awesome paint moves that's fantastic but honestly he's not a very good good rebounder he is not a good interior defender and he's slow. And a couple of teams have exposed that, Texas being one of them. Uh, and so that's just kind of the microcosm of what they have been. Again, I, it's, they're obviously not trash. They've got a great program, and they're always in the mix. But they don't have that little good to great. They don't have those those inches that are all around us, like Al Pacino would say. They don't have that. Okay? And – I it just really manifested itself in that Texas game and in that Purdue game as well, that their defense just stinks, stinks. Like, I'm talking like as bad as Baylor's looked last night. What? Which should make for a fun matchup. Which should make for a fun matchup at the Pentagon. (sighs) Both teams are capable of playing really bad defense and are also capable of playing like bang average defense at best.
0: Yeah, well, I don't... At this point, I don't what do I look forward to? What do I what do we want? Baylor to win. When do we want it in every sport? And it's not happening. I don't know. I just became oh, a senior and then Baylor decided to not win every game anymore. Oh you They've better been...
1: watch what you better watch what you're saying, dude, because I I've already seen tweets tonight of man, you didn't see what we were like against Phi Slamma, Jamma. 40 years ago, yeah, so you can't complain about this. Or, man, I remember when we won one game, it's fantastic, man. I was here, I do remember that in football, but like this is different now. Like, we, we've been the best program in the country in basketball the last three years, yes. Not and this still have a very good team this year. I'm, yeah. gonna, just, I'm gonna go ahead and say it God, again, great it's shot. not one of the great shot, but it, it you. In my mind, it becomes one of those teams. Like I thought they were nailed on Final Four coming into today, and now I'm like, you know what? If this is if this is the team, like if it doesn't improve, well, if it doesn't improve from tonight, they're going to be awful. But you know what I mean? Like if this is kind of how it stalls out, I wouldn't be surprised if that's a Sweet 16 team instead. Sweet 16, you know, which is, um, which is good, which is they'll fine. have some big wins because the conference is so good. They'll also, I mean, they're not going to go in with two losses or anything. Uh, that would mean they would go undefeated in conference, which they're not going to do. Um, I mean, you can still be a you know, one or two seed in the big 12 with losing eight games total. Like yes. that's possible. Absolutely. Yeah. Eh, maybe close, close Two-two. I think with, I think with how good, I mean, they're all in the top 50 right now. Yeah. Yeah. And Ken Palm. So is I think the with most, that level is pretty, is good. this the
0: most embarrassing loss of the Scott drew era?
1: No, probably not. I mean, it's not,
0: there's no way no
1: well you gotta you also have to uh differentiate scott drew like being able to have a full allotment of scholarships in real college basketball players era i don't go back to like 2004 or 5 with that um i mean they've had some blowout losses to kansas on the road but that's kansas on the road so that's that's different a little bit more acceptable they lost to texas southern my senior year in the yep. opener which that's what i was bad. gonna mention i was gonna say that that's
0: probably more embarrassing.
1: I almost put out last night like this is the most embarrassing loss against like a clearly inferior team. Uh, because Scott Drew's teams will always play up and sometimes they'll play down to worse competition. Not usually, but sometimes they do. And then I remembered how poorly they played against Oklahoma State last year at home, but that ended up being like a two-point loss. This was a 26-point yes. loss to a team that yeah. You know, what from what I saw tonight, that's probably a top 25 team, but we also know that this is not this is way above what they've been this season,
0: right? And if Baylor loses to Marquette 10 times out of 10, this is not a very good Baylor team. Um, yeah, it's not and I any better than a sweet 16, it's not what Baylor what you thought Baylor was going to be,
1: but they have bought into this Shaka style. I think that's pretty funny that that looked like a VCU Shaka team right there, made me um, happy. I like Shaka, and it just makes you. Think as a, I mean, Texas fans are doing all right right now in basketball, but like, man, that's what we should have been getting. <sighs> Whose fault was that? Is it Shaka's fault? Is it, you know, lottery picks not buying in fault? Crystal I don't know. Content. I don't know.
0: Yeah. Uh, that's Cameron Stewart. I'm Drake Toll. Coming up next, Scott Drew. Scott, what do, you, what do you, what do you, what do you, what do you think about whatever just happened right there? teams
2: probably pressing a lot more than they did when you, when you faced Texas. Just what, kind of, what, what did that pressure defense cause uh, stakes on your end? 16 turnovers. So I thought first half uh, uh, really surprised. We didn't do a better job handling the pressure since uh, uh, we really pride ourselves and our assist rate was one of the best coming in and we have guards that have dealt with pressure and um, didn't see that coming and credit the crowd, credit them for building momentum, credit uh, Shaka for having them prepared and uh, how hard they played. Um, At the end of the day, we fed to the fire by turning it over and making some uncharacteristic uh, mistakes. Second half, I thought we were much better. Four turnovers, much more like us. Um, Defensively, uh, uh, we weren't very good uh, either half. First half, you really couldn't tell our defense because they were in transition a lot of it. Um, second half, we weren't very good. So credit them for uh, um, running good offense, and uh, we got to get better defensively. But on offense,
0: Marquette seemed to spread you out and, and attack the paint. Just what kind of problems were they causing on the
2: offensive end? Well, normally what we cause because we we play four four out a lot and some five out, and normally that's what we do to teams, and that's why we scored forty five second half. I mean, uh, um, but. Uh, to be a good team, you got to defend, and we we weren't a good team tonight. So uh, they, they made uh, shots, 12 for 25. That's hard to do, guarded or not guarded, but uh, we gave up way too many uh, open looks.
0: Coach, uh, Cam Jones, David Joplin, and Omax uh, Prosper scored 63 points from
1: Marquette. Was just their performance something that stood out to you? Was that something that you were expecting? Um, was that the stat line 63 out of Marquette's 96
2: points? Uh, I mean, I – I was expecting him to play well because they're good players. We recruited some of them. We know some of them. Uh, I wouldn't expect to get beat by 30, no. Uh,
1: LJ Pryor had a, really struggled in that first half, only
2: at two points, but 14 points in that second half. How were you able to, to get him going and try and get yourself back into the game? Well, we we shot uh, uh, um, first half 50% from the field. We just didn't get many attempts. So second half, we didn't turn it over. So you went from 20 attempts to 36. and. Uh, both halves we shot well, but uh, uh, obviously uh, um, the turnovers first half killed us. The defense all game long killed us. Uh, and credit shot uh I thought they played a really good game. Uh, the crowd was great. Um, and uh, uh, start to finish, they, they really controlled everything. Why were
0: why were not as good as usual on defense? What do you think were
2: the issues? Well, I think first you have to give credit to uh, uh, Marquette. I think they made shots, made us pay. Um... And I think uh, uh, it avalanched on us. And, and normally in the past, our defense uh, uh, would have been good enough to withhold um, hold that. And normally we want to turn it over 16 times and a half. So you combine both of them. Uh, it, it's a good learning experience for us. Uh, we got to be a lot, uh, uh, lot more efficient, a lot more focused, a lot more ready to go from jump. I thought first media we played well. And after that, it was downhill first half.
0: You're very familiar with rebuilding a program. What do you like about the way
2: Shock is going about his, uh, the work here in Marquette? I think uh, Shock is a proven coach. I mean, he's been successful at uh, uh, Texas at VCU. Uh, he recruits good kids. They play really hard. He's a great coach. Um, I knew he'd be really successful here. Anything else? Sorry. Right. Thank you, guys. Thank you. Sorry, we couldn't give you a better game. You guys had second half.
0: Thank you, Scott. Great stuff, as always. Coming to get you. Yep. Coming to get They're
1: you. Call an ambulance, but not for me. No, but seriously, call it for me. That was really bad.
0: That's Cameron Stewart. Uh, Baylor lost.
1: I'm, I called the police for how bad a performance
0: that was. Again. This. Come back tomorrow, I guess. Is locked on Baylor. Locked on oh, Baylor.